Anyway. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cocktails and Culture podcast. Welcome back, y'all. I welcome am so back. excited. <laughs> we got lots to talk about. Today. Lots to talk about. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's going on? First of all, how have you been? What's been happening? I've been good. I just been keeping busy. Got to. And just you know. It's a lot going on in the world, but, you know, trying to keep positive. That's right. Stay positive. Keep that mindset clear, which is hard to do in these days. It's hard to do. Step away from the news, the news, the news, just social media news, all the news, Carol. Just take Take a break. Yes. Smell some coffee. Smell some roses. Yes, go for a walk. Go for a walk. Stream some music. We'll get it. We'll get into which music <laughs> to stream later. But stream some music. Have a good time. Just enjoy yeah. yourself. Enjoy life. Yes. Yeah. So let's really get into why I'm so excited and why I am wearing this merch. Yes. Oh, Shout out to that. the Beehive Boys. Um, Beyonce. Beyonce. The Queen. The Beyonce Jadelle Knowles Carter yes. released her seventh studio album. Renaissance. And yes, named Renaissance, titled Renaissance. Act one. Act one. We have two more. We have two more. And we can get some theories about what I think those two will be. Right. But I'm shocked, honestly and truly. I love it. What do you think? What do you think? I truthfully, like, the message to me behind the songs was just, like, perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like like she talked about it being kind of like the recap of the last three years for her. Yeah. And I feel like even though... Like, you know, we said in the beginning, like, you know, try to step away from the media and all of that because there's a lot going on in the world. It's like, that's how I want to feel. Like, some of those songs is like, I want to be in the club, in a bar. I want to be on a boat, on a yacht. And I want to be, like, dancing to Summer Renaissance or Mm -hmm. Break My Soul. The whole album, like, it just makes, it's just a feel good. And it's different from the other albums that we've Mm -hmm. received from Beyonce. Like, um, I love it. I love it. I am, first of all, you know I've been waiting for this. Yes, Everybody knows I've been waiting for this literally since I left Formation World Tour in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm ready for the next Beyonce album. Right. And obviously, as a Beyonce fan, patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to wait because you know once she comes, once she delivers, once she does what she has to do, it's going to feed you. It is. And um, so anyway, she did not disappoint. She did not. When the album came out, I was in my bed um, trying to contain myself because I always wanted to listen to the music first mm-hmm. and not just like it because it's Beyonce, okay. right? Which sometimes I do. Not No shade. Mm-hmm. But I really like listen to it and I could not move. Like I had to end up getting up and dance because like, like you said, it makes you want to just be free and live life and not worry about like the troubles of tomorrow, mm-hmm. the troubles of today, and sometimes, girl, the troubles of yesterday. Right. Let's be honest, they creep right. in. Right. So I love this album. It's a different sound for Beyonce, but it's still true Beyonce, and that's what I love. She. I'm about to cry, y'all. <laughs> But no, she really like embodied everything she was trying to share. She just always nails it for me. Like, I'm just always amazed by like how she's always so ahead of like the time. Like she's already like when we talked about before, like wondering what the process is like when she's playing Mm -hmm. in these new eras Mm -hmm. for her music. Like I love like she is the standard a class at like love, love, love. And even if there's some people that don't understand in the beginning, mm-hmm. they eventually yep. 
they get on. Now, they, I'm sure, like, some songs in the album, someone will have to explain them to yeah. people that don't. <laughs> people that, like, may not know what yeah. they mean. What's your favorite song, though? Like, do you have a favorite song, a favorite songs, a plethora? I, mean, I have songs. Yeah, songs. But... Um, I would definitely say Cuff It is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, that make me want to be in love. Yes. That's, yeah. I just love it. It's like bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, Summer Renaissance. Um, Plastic Off the Sofa. Mm-hmm. She was um, singing in Plastic I mean, Off the Sofa. It's just the whole album. I, like, I don't know. It's just like, there's not many albums that I can literally just play it. Like, I mean, there literally that. is not a lot. And that's that. And that's that. Like, I literally love every single song. The transitions between. The transitions? Are The insane. transitions are insane. But honestly and truly, do we expect anything less from no, Beyonce? We didn't. Like, if you go to a concert, even a concert, even a, even a live performances, when her transitions are always, Homecoming. like, so homecoming the transitions in that were insane that's like a trademark of beyonce Mm -hmm. so like now to see it happening more and more in the studio albums is it it's like a cherry on top yeah i love it Mm -hmm. i'm trying to contain my excitement y'all but i truly enjoy this album i did too and Um, for those of you i've I've seen a couple people like oh i don't like it it's different it's house but it's like we wanted this certain sound like dangerously in love and all that but it's like Sometimes people, well, not sometimes. People get older, and you elevate to different exactly. to different things. Like exactly. she's not, she's probably not at the same space as Lemonade. Mm-hmm. She's not at the same space as the Beyonce self title album. Mm-hmm. Like she's at a different place now, right. and she probably knows what everybody wants to hear. Right, and you have to keep that, and you have to keep evolving. Exactly. If I if if Beyonce kept doing the same music from Dangerously in Love. No shade, but I don't think she would be, I mean, as iconic as she is now. Because right. if people are just putting out, she's putting out the same album and album. Same album, album. We want something different. She right. continues to reinvent right. in each era. It's a new sound. And I think it's but not, it's same, it's same, it's it's always the same Beyonce. Right. And I think it's not fair to say like you expect an artist to like be boxed in to certain sounds or certain types of music or talking about certain things because it, like, for instance, if I was an artist, I would want to, even if it's not what the people want to hear, I want to be able to talk about what I'm feeling. Right. She was in the house just like the rest of us for the past two to three years. So she probably was just like, I can't wait to be getting to the club. We could dance. Like, you know, people working hard at work, people yeah. going through this, family stuff, blah, 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 blah. Like, she was talking about what she was actually feeling and what mm. she was experiencing during that time. So I don't know. I love it. I love it. Speaking of that statement, speaking of that statement... Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, prior to the release or after the release of the album, Beyonce um, posted a message. Well, she posted two messages. But for the album, she posted a message about what it's about. And she was talking about the pandemic, talking about how, you know, it's, it's going to be three recorded albums, we believe. Um, and just like explaining her headspace. And she also dedicated the album to Matthew Knowles, her father, um, who they kind of have a nice. They have an interesting relationship. Um, but shout out to Matthew. He's the best. Sometimes. Um, but she also dedicated the album to her Uncle Johnny, who was her cousin, actually. Um, but she took care of her and Solange um, when they were younger. 
and Uncle Johnny, you know, introduced them to house music, introduced them to the ballroom scene, introduced them to queer culture. And, and she said that that, like, influenced the album and it influenced a lot of her, like, fashion choices in life, period. So with that being said, Beyonce had a lot of different influences in this, yeah. like, album. Like, obviously it was house. Obviously it was techno. Um, you had... Um, Tim's was also in it. So you had mm-hmm. that African flavor. Yes. You know, we had the diaspora present, but we also had the queer culture mm-hmm. of ballroom present, which was really fabulous to see. And she like, um, she included a lot of people like in the ballroom scene and sampled all their music, which was, which was great. Yes. Sampling though. Mm. So, la, 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 la. <laughs> um, Khalees, spoke out did Did you see that i did oh you did khalees spoke out um because she's featured in not featured she is a part she they sampled milkshake Milkshake. Mm -hmm. um in 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 energy the end of energy and she was just enraged about what was going on and um because she doesn't have the rights to her music apparently beyonce didn't call her um, after they after <laughs> after they already produced the album, she didn't call her and say, "Hey, girl, you're on the album." So, like, what do you think about that? Do you think Beyonce should have called her? Do you think Khalees is right? How do you feel about that whole situation? I think I understand the uh, I understand like like she said like I'm sensitive about my shit like about my mm-hmm. art like I get that 100. percent Um, but at the end of the day. She doesn't own her masters, and she mm-hmm. does not own rights to Milkshake. Beyonce credited you mm-hmm. on the song. Mm-hmm. Um, Pharrell owns your music, yeah. and she got approval from Pharrell. Maybe it could have. Maybe it would have been an icing on the cake if she would have called her. That maybe would have made it like, oh, like you know, okay. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, she doesn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you don't own your music. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry. Like I don't know. I mean, me personally, I would be, I would be like, okay, Beyonce, like, okay, girl, you featuring me, and that's or you credited me on your did. album, like, I mean, and basically, a lot of people were saying they think that Khalees was kind of saying like she's Beyonce to y'all, but like she just regular person to me mm-hmm. because she's in the industry. But at the end of the day, I give Khalees her respect because I always loved Khalees. Like, I think that she's dope. I think she's a different artist. I think mm-hmm. she definitely was like that alternative like pop black girl mm-hmm. um which I have lots of respect for and a lot of people of course were like she had a unique sound but at the end of the day we're talking about beyonce here <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest here i mean come on this like let's just be like and again it's no disrespect to Kalisa at all none at all but it's just like she literally gave you credit mm-hmm. she does not have to pick up the phone and call you to well, see, that's the thing though did she give her credit is that the the photo that lists who is sampled is that her giving her credit or is that just showing who was sampled no i believe that that's showing who was credited because these are the people that were credited these are the samples that were in the song mm-hmm. which means that the credit was approved hmm. well I don't know. So she, so okay. So bottom line is, she did get credit. Yes. So then, what is Khalees? Because she feels like morally, you you know my. She feels like you know my situation with Pharrell. But she credited her though. 
if that's true, she's already credited right. Herself. But she feels like you know that I'm not getting any money from this, and I'm because I don't own my mm. stuff. So she feels like, damn, at least you could call me and say, "Hey, girl, I know you and Pharrell got y'all stuff going on, but you know, I just want to let you know that I am using the song." But my thing is, you still weren't going to get money from it anyway. Yeah. So what she so, would she have expected Beyonce to be like, "I'm gonna send you"? I think that's what she in her head. It's just like it's just like different rumors that we've heard about the industry. For years and years and years, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like stuff that people know, but we don't really know all of us. Uh, we may not always know if it's true or not, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe Beyonce only may know have heard a little bit of it, right? She may have heard stuff, but why is it Beyonce's responsibility? That is true. To be like, you know, working through stuff with you and Pharrell, like that's y'all that business. Y'all both are very grown, mm -hmm. almost 50, if mm -hmm. not 50. Y'all are grown. Y'all need to figure it out on your own. And I'm pretty sure there's many other people that have sampled Khaleesi's music. Mm -hmm. And it's like, to me, because it's Beyonce. She said that Rihanna did the same thing, too. Right. And, and Rihanna did not reach out, apparently. Right. But to me, it's just like, they don't <laughs> have to reach out to you, babe. Like, I'm sorry. And I wish that she did earn, earn her, mas um, own her masters. Mm -hmm. I really do. Like... That sucks, and a lot of artists have um, have that issue, and that sucks, and I really do wish that she did own her masters. But again, we know if Beyonce is putting out something, the legal mm -hmm. shit is always going to be 100%, even with her publicist. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, she's been working with her for years. They know what they're doing. They're not yeah. going to be half-stepping on no That's sample. True. That's very like, true. People, like, Beyonce done sample. Beyonce been in the industry for, what, over 20 years now? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they have their, like legal stuff in line like well my only thing is i agree with everything you just said i mm -hmm. so concur but mm -hmm. this is a small but not a big one mm -hmm. if beyonce and khalees are friends in the way that khalees stated in that video mm -hmm. if they are that close then i understand why khalees is upset like i understand why she's like oh you could have called me girl like i get that i get that if they are that close but I don't really think I don't. I don't, I don't think I so didn't either. Pull from the video that they were close. I think she just meant like we're peers in the industry. Like we know. And each she other. did have. She also brought up a good point about female empowerment. Like you could have called me. Yeah, but again, it's just, it's I don't. It's a gray area. Like I get that one hundred percent, but that is not Beyonce's responsibility. It's not, and that is why I agree. Because I'm pretty sure there were other people that were sampled or on that album or credited or whatever that may didn't maybe didn't own their masters or their music mm -hmm. at all. That's true. And just like any like, there's nothing like. Mm -hmm. I remember when uh, Kaya, the rapper from Miami, well from Florida, she got mad because City Girl sampled. She's from Tampa. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's from Florida, Tampa, child. <laughs> and she got mad because they sampled one of her songs and she doesn't own the song. But you don't, I mean, because they didn't tell her about it. But you don't own the song. So they really, they, I mean, they period. don't have they don't to have tell to. you. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, and, and like I said, I don't think it would be, I think that would have been cool if Beyonce would have called her personally and said, mm -hmm. hey, girl. But I, I just, maybe, maybe. That would have been nice. I mean, it would have been nice. A nice courtesy or a nice bouquet of flowers would have been great, which is what I think she'd I end think up she getting. I think she thought she was going to get some coins. Um, she probably did. But it's like, no, babe. So, comment below and let us know what you guys think about the Khalees and Beyonce yeah. situation. Like, do you feel like Beyonce should have reached out? Do you feel like... I can't even say her name. Khalees. Do you feel like Khalees needs to pump her brakes? Like, mm -hmm. what do you guys think? Comment below. What do you guys think? Do y'all think Beyonce sending a flower, is that enough? If she doesn't. Not that she did already, but like, right. if she... 
you do think- you think it's too late to say something? I mean, no, no. Do you think Beyonce will say something? Mm, maybe Yvette would. Or like her legal. Maybe Yvette will. Maybe Yvette would just because that's like a part of like brand like she was. But Mama Mama Tina. (laughs) It was a member. It was a meme of that guy. Like this is Mama Tina when people kept saying that. Mama Tina posted that on her Instagram. So she. (laughs) And then she said, why does everybody keep sending this to me? And then she deleted it after a couple minutes. You know Mama Tina. She don't know. She. She acting like she acting like she don't know what's going on. Right. Mama Tina know. Mama Tina said, "Girl, what's this? What y'all keep sending this for?" I'm dead. So, but Mama Tina cracks me up though because she just like a regular mama that just be no, on Instagram posting stuff. And you be like, "Mom, now why would you post that picture of me?" Like, girl, I look a mess. But I know Beyonce be heated. Like, mom, no, she's for real. Like, can you stop. A recording came out of Beyonce rehearsing or something, and Tina was in the background, or maybe. Mama Tina was, oh, she was doing a funny joke time or the corny oh, joke, corny time. joke time. And Beyonce was in the back like, mom, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Be, let Mama Tina do her. Let her do let her. her, do her. Let Everything her do don't got to be perfect okay. all the time. Let her just do her. Um, also featured in the album mm-hmm. or sampled in the album was one of the gospel greats, mm-hmm. Twinkie Clark. Shout out yes. to Mother Mother Twinkie Clark. <laughs> but she made this cute little video yeah, yeah, of her playing the song on the organ. And it just reminds you like, uh, Beyonce again. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce again just like brings in everybody to work on this. I think I think that's the reason why this, this body of work feels so personal mm-hmm. is because like, it's, I feel like it's a lot, it's a good majority of, hmm, it's very representative of the black community. It is. It is. And, and I love that. The fact that Church Girl. The fact that Church Girl is a thotty thorn. Right. Like, be yes. I'm cracking up. I did not know what to expect from that song. Before. I, I just seen the name. Something. When I saw the name, but I was I'm like, like, okay, I don't Church know if she's going to go When with I saw this. Plastic Off the Sofa, I was right. like, Beyonce, what? Right. But I but get it, that though. It's a, a hit. Plastic off the sofa. And yes. you have, I feel like you, have, you really have to be black, black to, to know what that plastic is, yeah. off the sofa means. Like, you have to. You have to. Child. And I love how, like, we all could be from different places, like, southern, yeah. more upstate, or just, like, New York, whatever. But, like, we all kind of have similar mm-hmm. experiences when it comes to, like, the black church, black fashion, and, like, disciplining mm-hmm. in school, and... Family stuff, like it's literally so funny that we've Dude. all had so much of the similar experiences. It's cultural. It's cultural. I love that. Oh, I Me love too. us. It's like, oh, you used to do that too with your grandma. Okay, okay. Like <laughs> that's so funny to me. And y'all have a little variations, but the thing yes, is still the but same. But it still be like the same yeah. thing. It's so funny. Like I love, I love that. that. I love that for us. Yeah. So cute. So this past weekend, I think this movie came out. Is it th- this week it came out? Um, no, it came out the week before. Okay, week before. So this past weekend, me and Benji, um, <laughs> y'all, we attempted to go see Nope. No, Give no, us more no, credit. not attempted. We did go we see did Nope. We did go see okay. Nope. So we had a little, uh, a nice Saturday where we were like, okay, we're gonna go to dinner, we're gonna mm-hmm. go to the movies, and yeah. go see Nope. But background is that we both do not like scary movies. And, oh, and yeah, I'm not a scary. I, yeah. I don't like not just scary movies. Yeah, I don't like anything scary. 
Yeah, I don't like. I don't really care for Halloween. I hate Halloween. I just like to get dressed up um, and party, have a good time, not party, girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good time. Um, I like dressed up, have a good time. That's what Halloween is. I don't like any of the horror. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. Halloween horror nights, which is a big thing in you know back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, but Jordan Peele, I feel. Has always it's been more of a thriller like Get Out. Mm-hmm. I can sit through that by myself now, yeah. confidently. Us, I mean, <laughs> someone else there <laughs> with me. But us is not us. bad though. I don't feel. Yeah, I didn't see that. It's just a little creepy. It's a little creepy. Yeah, I thought I feel like from the um, the trailer of Nope, I honestly. Really, I was like, okay, I'm still not really understanding what this movie is going to mm-hmm. be about. So I was like, okay, maybe it might be like good. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that it was bad. Ciao. Y'all. <laughs> Bottom line is, we went to see Nope and we walked out. And we didn't walk out because it was a bad movie. We didn't walk out because we felt offended. We walked out because, Jordan, that movie was scary. <laughs> okay. It was too scary. It was too much for our little souls. I couldn't take it. We anymore. was trying. We was covering our eyes. We was covering our eyes. Baby, she had her AirPods <laughs> in. I'm closing my eyes, like scrunched up in the seat. It was too much. It was too much. It, it was, was too much. Too much. It was too much. Jumping in the camera. Too much jumping in the camera. The killing the monkeys. The killing the and the monkeys, just, girl. Lord. But I really spoiler alert. I really had it. I really, I'm not going to lie to you. I really had it when all them people got sucked up in that spaceship. Oh, yeah. That was really the end for me. I that was really the end for when me. The, with the lady with the face. And this was in, like, one of the trailers. Oh, so yeah. So, people seen that. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, that funny face when they were at that, I don't know, with that Asian guy. And they were, like, we remember you had seen the alien spaceship on the back of his? Oh, yeah. And then oh, that she, she was, like, face, a burn victim. Yeah. yeah. And that was, like... Oh my god! Because she had got up and she did something. I don't know. It was just like yeah. I don't know. It, it was, was too much. Was but too much. we really, we really had we it. Really had a, but we were there for like what an hour and a half. We honestly and truly, honestly and truly, we probably got to like an hour. No, it was more than an it hour. was more than an hour. It was like an hour and a half, I think. Yeah, because the movie was like two and a half. Yeah, so we really almost like. We really did a good job. <laughs> we did not. We did not do a good job. Y'all, y'all, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. What we said, by the time we had got home, shower, got to bed, we was already, we was texting me, like, texting each other like, oh, the movie's still going on. We done. We comfortable in our bed. Child, okay. I'm in, I'm in the bed. They still in the movies getting scared. Not I me. was happy, though. I was like, yes. I was ready to lay down anyways. But, yes. Girl, yeah. but let me tell you. How did it happen? Did I look over you or did yes. you talk? I said, you want to go? I said, yes, let's go. It was too much. It was too much. Then we got outside to leave and you was like, oh my God, it's just all the lights out here. I'm Girl, getting nervous. All the lights, the the um, the um machines was humming. I was yes. like, uh-uh, I And then when I got this. to my apartment, I felt like it was just too quiet. I'm like, too, uh-uh. I, I turned like, on all the lights. <laughs> disturbances yes i turned on all the lights i turned the tv up i had yes. the dog run around baby i needed some more life yes I it needed was some too life much to live before i went to sleep yeah but no did you watch funny. disney channel <laughs> did i watch disney channel no i was like on tiktok or something but i, I said, had to watch something happy yeah i had to like look at some funny stuff yeah to get my mind off that and you know what right now i'm kind of getting 
I'm getting flashbacks a little bit. Yeah, that's enough for me. But Jordan, you did get our coins. Yeah, so we you still did our support. We and still support Kiki and Daniel. Kiki, like y'all did a great job. Yeah. It wasn't. It actors. wasn't anything about the movie. Yeah. Like nothing it just was bad. Us. It just was scary for me. Yeah, it was. A, it it was just us. yeah. But, but it was a great movie. Yeah. It was, it was so good. far, I mean, what we saw. <laughs> what we saw. <laughs> the storyline. Bishop was in. I keep calling him Bishop. What's his name? Bishop. The guy. He played, oh, he played, oh, he the, played the father uh, um, Greenleaf. In Greenleaf. Yes, I, can't, yes. I, I can't remember his name, but I Bishop, just call him Bishop. Bishop was good. Bishop was in there. Who else made a little cameo? It was a couple people. I don't know all of their names. I just definitely know no. Bishop and Kiki and Kiki. Daniel Kiki Kalea. did her thing. Kiki played that part. Yeah, Kiki did a good job. She, she was, I yeah. watched like all the the press stuff kind of before we went to go see it. So that was cute mm-hmm. to see like their chemistry all together. It was it was cute. It mm-hmm. was really good. Um I seen an interview with Jordan Peele and they were asking him like, how did you, did Kiki and them like had to, did she have to like, um, try out for the part and all that? And he was like, oh, yeah. no. no, he was like, no, he no. was like, she doesn't have to try out for me. I, I wanted her to be in it. Yeah. And I was like, good. So I'm happy. I don't know why, like, I didn't even realize until the movie started. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wait, Daniel was in Get Out. He's yeah. in the second Jordan Peele movie. I was like, oh, it's kind of yeah. yeah, but that's why I'm happy for Kiki because I feel like this is her first like scary like yeah. type of movie, so I think that's good for her. The range is there. Yeah, the range is there, and I think she's gonna continue to grow like that out because she even talked about that. So I'm happy to see like where this takes yeah, her. Me too. Her Shout next. out to Kiki. Speaking Shout of Kiki. Kiki, she was in the news recently. Yes. Not for a bad thing, but. They more like the girls Twitter news. Trying it on Twitter. The, the girls are trying girls. on Twitter. Let me pull up the tweet. Yeah, because what did it, what did it actually say? So one day on Twitter, the girls just were bored, I guess, and they just started all of this conversations and and chitter chatter mm-hmm. about um, our girl Kiki. And basically, so this girl on Twitter, her name is... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Beyonce just texted me. Give me a moment. I am crying. What Beyonce text you? Oh. Just reminding you, last chance. For merch. Only three <laughs> days left to shop. You got your merch? I got my merch. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Not be honest, just text me. <laughs> Please leave that in. <laughs> so, okay, so um, a young lady on Twitter, her name, her ad name is Ayana-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she said, it's, oh, it's so interesting Seeing the conversation around Kiki Palmer having her breakout or superstar moment, and it's why it's a wild, it's wild we live in different worlds. Because in my household, Kiki Palmer has been a star forever. Akilah mm-hmm. and the Bee was my dad's favorite movie, and mm-hmm. it went triple platinum in my home. Yep, absolutely. So, basically, of course, after she tweeted that, there were many people like comparing them to, started to compare her to Zendaya, saying that like. They feel like it's like some colorist, like in Hollywood, colorism in Hollywood, which we already know. Yeah. Um, And they were like comparing Kiki Palmer with Zendaya because people, I guess, people were saying like that the industry or the world already looks at, um, looks at Zendaya as a superstar. And Mm -hmm. Kiki Palmer was like, oh, her breakout role. But Mm -hmm. I don't, I personally... I think more so people were saying, as far as the media and the press, I think they were saying, like, this was her first, like, like we said, like, scary or thriller, mm-hmm. whatever, movie, suspenseful, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but this was her first type of movie. I didn't really see it as, like, oh, Kiki is finally getting there. and. But see, that's how, that's how some of them took it. Yeah, that's how some people took it, right. But I, yeah, I don't mean personally, no. I didn't see any articles that were making it seem like 
Because this is not her new. breakout role. Her breakout role yeah, was she, Aquila and the B. Right. Let's well, actually, no, it was Barbershop. With Queen Latifah. That was her first, like, actual real role. But, like, was oh, she well, a lead? Oh, not lead. No, no, no. no you're right. You're like, right. her breakout was Aquila. Yeah, Aquila and the B. Right. Correct. And so basically, Kiki Palmer kind of responded back to this and was like, this is a great example of color. A great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon, and the youngest and the first black Cinderella on Broadway. Resume. I am an incomparable talent. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. I have chills reading this. I don't know why. I've been a leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have over 100 plus credits and currently starring in the in an original screenplay that's the number one film at the office box. Hashtag nope. I've been blessed. I've had a blessed career thus far. I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. Period. Like, And that's just that on that. It literally, like, she answered the question, the debate is over. Period. Like, it is what it is. The debate is literally over. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say. It's like... Okay, that and, it, and I love that there was no shade at all to Zendaya. Right, no it was no shade at all, and I'm pretty no sure shade. Zendaya. Would, if somebody said it, it was, I'm pretty sure Zendaya was like on Twitter seeing his tweets or like responded. She probably would have been like, literally, Kiki aspires me because yeah. that's how I was in, like Kiki was out way before Zendaya. Way before Zendaya, and she's a little older than her too. So it was like, y'all need to relax. Like, yeah. I don't know, and that's the thing. It's like colorism, obviously, is very, very real. Clearly. But at the same time, it's like, where is y'all getting this from that people saying that Kiki Palmer is a breakout star? Like, who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Like, no, literally no one said that. No Nobody said feels like Kiki Palmer is a breakout star. Like, she's maybe, been maybe working because, her whole life. Well, maybe because it's, it's breaking out to them. Maybe they're now just not realizing it. But she know. has been And here. then half the time these kids that be talking about this be like 20. Or be like 18. See, and maybe that's why she's a breakout star to them. To them, maybe. But still, I just, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, a lot of these kids on social media be talking, and it's like, babe, you wasn't even around. Like, so you really don't even know what you're talking about. Honestly. Honestly, like, huh? Akilah and the Bee. Um, True Jackson VP was my favorite show. Like, and I still feel so inspired yes. by that show right I now. I love today. it. Um, like, her and Raven always. Are like mm-hmm. my favorites. Yep. Forever. I love that she was on Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. That's Period. that is pretty iconic to me. Pretty iconic. Literally. And she was iconic on Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. And I feel like Kiki definitely like successfully transitioned her career for being looked at as like a child star to mm-hmm. an adult. Yeah. Like it kind of was smooth. And I know she talked about like that transition was tough. But I think she did it, like, very well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't forced, like, oh, I'm grown now. And it wasn't, like, it was, like, baby, I'm grown. Let me live. Like, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm learning. You're going to see me with maybe in relationships here and there. Like, let me live. Mm -hmm. But I think she did it well. I think she transitioned pretty well. Um, And I'm not that I'm, I don't want to compare her to her. But I think Zendaya did that transition really well, too. I um, I saw a TikTok video about how she did the transition. And it was all based in fashion. And that's where Law Roach yes. comes in from. That's a great Well, one. not from Legendary, but he is a, he, he's a judge on Legendary, but he was a, or he is a celebrity stylist first. Yeah. Um, but he was like instrumental in creating her fashion girl brand, yeah. which got her the attention and got her the acclaim that she is now. Right. And then she started doing the bigger movies, Ooh, even yeah. though she had already had acting and dance experience, you yeah. know, prior to, Music. but like they had to, 
she wanted to be taken seriously and yeah. I, they chose fashion as the avenue and it's so crazy like how hard that is it's even certain people that like even now and like i always respect like people like when you i mean it's just hard to me to even think about someone as being an adult when you've seen them be like mm-hmm. a kid for so long like i was talking to i was talking with somebody about reginae little wayne's daughter the other day and i'm like mm, yeah, i so know hard. she's grown but it's no, just so hard she's like i know it's so crazy and i'm like oh she is grown now but it's just so hard for me to be like Reginae is a grown woman, like. Yeah. But Isn't I she married. Reginae, uh, she not married. She didn't marry like an older rapper. She wasn't a date. She wasn't dating an older rapper. She was dating Lucci, but yeah, I don't, he not that is. much older. I don't think. No, I mean she like twenty three or twenty four. He like he probably like twenty eight. Oh, 29. I thought she was like dating some like really 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 old. Not really old, but like. Anyway, moving along. No, but um, but yeah, no, her she's one that's kind of hard for me. But like, I know she's grown, but it's like, yeah. damn, Reginae, I just I don't know. She just seems like a kid forever to yeah. me. But I know she she grown. I know. Mm, shout out to all the child actors. Yeah. <laughs> May y'all continue to prosper. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully we have not seen the last of Issa Rae um, after she closed Insecure. And um, she started Sweet Life, oh, which is coming back for a second season, which mm-hmm. you need to watch. Sweet yes, Life, okay. um, L.A., reality show, great show. Um, but she just released a new show called Rap-ish, Child Rap Shit. Exactly. It's on Here HBO Max. <laughs> S-H-I-T. <laughs> um, it's on HBO Max. It's a great. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I love it. I think it's good. I love that the City Girls and Quality Control who um, is the label that signed City Girls, they're all, like, obviously City Girls are all, all about Miami. And I think it's mm-hmm. great to have people that are, like, from that yeah. city to give, like, that to make sure flavor. that real flavor of yeah. Miami because Issa brought that L.A. Mm-hmm. flavor to Insecure. So I mm-hmm. think it's cool to have make sure that, like, they're in the right neighborhoods and, like, you know, to yeah. really show, like, the real Miami. Because I feel like people that travel there, like me, Mm-hmm. And people that are just not from there. Yeah. Like, go we to go South to Beach. South Beach. Like, <laughs> we don't be going to the hood. Yeah, like, Opelika or, like, you know, that's the real Miami. Mm-hmm. So, I like yeah. that. I love it. I, like you said, it has that Miami flair. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Florida, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about, you know, what it is. So, like, just like some of the lingo they be using. Like, I'd be like, oh, you had somebody in the writing room right. t- telling them about what was going on. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't watched the last episode. I need to catch up on mm-hmm. that. But um, if you are interested, please watch it. It's hilarious. Yes. It's interesting. Um, it is not about City Girls, yeah. but it's inspired. It is, yeah, it's definitely inspired. It's You'll see a lot of similarities between one, City Girls. To how they became the city girls and just like, yeah. you know, bits and pieces of their lives. Right. It's just like when somebody did something from your hometown, you like, girl, yeah, I know song. about 18 people or a thousand yeah, people do that done did the same thing. So I feel like it could be possibly inspired by them, but I feel like if you're from there, I feel like you, you know a could, lot more. You don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but no, I like it. I'm I'm Team Issa always. So I always, always. try to support all her always. projects that she Shout out to Kid Fury, who yeah. comes from the Reed. I think, I'm not sure if he's a. What's, he did write one of the episodes, so. yeah. and he was featured in one of the episodes, which was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I will say the character—I can't remember her name—but it's not Mia. Shauna. Shauna, yes. I was like the role she was playing. I was kind of like surprised. I didn't know she could give that. You know, she just seemed like a goody two shoes. Where type did she of girl. come from? 
I don't know. I don't know her, but I don't know. Like, oh. from starting off the show, I was... She kind of surprised me a little yeah. bit. Like, I thought she seemed like, you know, mm-hmm. like a little kitty girl. And I'm like, okay. Okay, since you out here. I am interested, doing you. though. I am interested, though. Like, speaking of, because it is a clear difference. And this is no shade. But it's a clear difference between Mia and Shauna. Mm-hmm. Like, Mia is definitely, like, Miami, like, period. Yeah. But Shauna... It's a little different. And I she feel does like give goody two. She does give goody two shows, not in a bad way. Yeah, and she oh, don't have that? kids. Oh, speaking of child, yeah, I'm so sick. Okay, y'all, let me tell y'all something. There are a hundred and one HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Please, we oh. love. Shout out to Spellman. Shout out to Morehouse. Shout out to all. You know, one of the most populars. But please, to these Hollywood writers. There are more HBCUs right. that you can choose your fictional characters to go to. You right. don't just have to go to Spelman or Morehouse, right. but shout out to them because they are still great institutions. Right. But, but there are other ones. Yeah. yeah, there are more popular ones that people shine light on. But speaking of HBCUs, I just thought about this. What? It was this viral picture. Girl! <laughs> Ciao. I am, listen, listen. I'm so glad you brought that. <laughs> I them. just thought about listen. it like. It was a girl that graduated from FAMU. <laughs> the disrespect. No, like major, honestly. She took her grad pictures, and I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. So the picture was <laughs> a girl taking her grad pictures from, mm-hmm. she goes to FAMU, and basically she was in the nude. No, she was not basically in the nude, baby. She was bare <laughs> booty butt, butt of all. Okay. And she had snakes on campus. Out her hair, out her head, and which was confusing know. to me. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, a rattler is their mascot, but it did not give rattler baby. It, it gave, gave Medusa. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm confused. I just the disrespect. Listen, when it first came on my timeline, right? I didn't even realize that. It was at FAMU. All I saw was just a picture of some girl naked. And I was like, girl, okay, keep pushing. <laughs> and then when it came back, like, I think the Shade Room posted it. Mm-hmm. Or one of my friends, posted it to their story. And was like, look at this. So I looked closer. And I was like, this girl is at. <laughs> I was gagged that she was on the university campus. And then I'm like, me, I'm trying to think. What are the logistics of this? What time of day did you do this? Like, right. what time? Where? Who was around you that did really? not stop you from being naked? There's no way. And I mean, being naked in that public of a space right. at that. And now I'm thinking about it. Like, do you really think, like, what if, because photographers be good at the editing. Now, I did see some comments saying that. There's no way. That I did see some comments daylight. saying that. Some that she hit that okay. The editor had edited out some of her like undergarment, like her bra oh, and panties. Okay. But even still, but still like what? That's weird. <laughs> and her justification, her caption was that she had always been, um, she'd always worn provocative clothing. That was her words, and that this was something that she wanted to do. And she basically like, you know, tried to boast up or boost up. The body, uh, body positivity, which we get, <clears throat> but 
True. That was not the way to do it. You could have done it like in a studio, maybe a studio session. Your birthday outfit, I mean, your birthday sexy little picture. Yeah, like. But your graduation picture? Your graduation pictures. And then, but I, I, I think it's more so you was on campus. Right. That is really like. I mean, you can do whatever you want for your pictures, but on campus, that's not appropriate. That is illegal, actually. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get the correlation. Like, I honestly do not. And then her her degree, she was a master's student at that. Wow. Which, when she said that, I kind of understood. No shade. Not that I understood, but I was like, okay, wait. She, you know, was not an undergrad. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't get the undergrad family experience. So her connection is a little different, which is true. Anybody knows that. No shade. But so I was like, okay, you know, what you would do at FIU was what you may not do at FAMU, but you probably won't do it at FIU anyway. Whatever. Regardless, you shouldn't do it anyway, period. But her master's degree, she got it in education. <laughs> yes, it was I education. mean, I still am just confused. I'm still just confused. Yeah, I don't. I'm I don't still confused. Really but I mean, like I said, the message, I concur. You know, do what you want to do. Wear what you want to wear. Be who you want to be. But please don't be naked on a college campus. Yeah, that honestly just threw me off. Honestly. Like. It threw me for a loop. And not in a good way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really in And then just the styling of it. Why did she wear a head full of snakes? It did not give. Like, I get yeah. their mascot is a snake. But it didn't give. It didn't give that. Like, yeah, no, it definitely gave Medusa. And they were just like hanging there. They weren't like maybe the editor could like put them up and gave Medusa for real. But like, yeah, but yeah, I'm it was weird, like, girl. It was weird, but you know, do what you want to. I mean, do what you want to do, girl. Do what you want to do, your girl. Do you and congratulations on your degree, though. That's you know. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations on that. Congrats, congrats. Yes. Yeah. But. So speaking of college. So I am a fan of Grownish, which is on ABC. Yes, and it stars Yara Shahidi, and like basically is a, um, I guess you could say sequel to, um, um, damn, why can't I think of the name? What is the show? Blackish. Okay. So it is a like a continuation of Blackish. Yara graduated from high school, started college. And then the last season, which I believe was season four, her and like Chloe and all of them, they graduated in Diggy, whatever, they graduated from college. Mm-hmm. So the fifth season is like all of them like in the real world working and stuff. And then. Interesting. Yeah. So then Junior, which is the brother that kind of took like his gap year and didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Cause I think they were only like less than a year apart, I believe, or a year apart. He didn't go to college straight off. So he took some time off. And now he's in college at the same school. Mm-hmm that Zoe was, and um, there's, like, a new group of students. So one of the students is Justine Skye, which okay. I love because I love she is too. so beautiful. And I know she's had some trouble with, like, the music stuff or whatever, but I'm happy that, like, she looks absolutely what beautiful. Are you from Disney Channel as well? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. She wasn't, like, a Tumblr girl, but um, but I think she was signed to Rock Nation, and I don't think she's signed to them anymore. But, um, but she looks beautiful. And then I don't know if you know Slick, but she's a model. She was, like, one of the first Ronda models for Fenty Beauty. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. Um, but she's kind of representing, like, the, like, punk rock type black girl. Okay. Like, she has, like, short buzz cut with these different colors and just, okay. like, really, really cute. So, yeah, so there's, like, a new set of, like, freshmen. Um, so I think I think it's going to be cute to see, like, how they're continuing the story. Um, so I'm excited to see, like, how the story is going to 
continue and go on. Yeah. So make sure you guys I'm tune in. I, you, you make me want to watch it now. Because, yeah. like, I watched the first couple of episodes, <laughs> couple of episodes when they were in college. Mm-hmm. And that kind of got me. Because at that time, I was also in college. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is legit. But then I just, it was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, like, fell off. I think or some I of the episodes for the last couple of seasons were like maybe was a little maybe was a little slow, mm-hmm. like some of the stuff. But I think overall I liked because you see in like the black kids in college mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like they all kinda had different and really people really of color, honestly, because it was different races. Mm-hmm. But I love to see like the different type of black people like Junior and like Zoe aka Yara represent like they come from a two-parent home. Mm-hmm. Parents are very successful. And then you have, like, um, Haley, um, Hallie and Chloe were, like, more so, like, they had to go come to school on a scholarship. Their parents, mm-hmm. like, worked really hard, but they were, like, working class. They weren't mm-hmm. – they were, like, you know, mid to lower level. Like, it was, like, different types of people and not mm-hmm. just one extreme of type of person, which I think is obviously very true when you, like, are in college because you meet different types. Do you agree that grownish is, like – our modern day a different world um i mean i think it could i mean i don't know i don't like to call stuff like modern day stuff because i feel like mm-hmm. it's like the classics just need to just yeah. them be classics but i do think that's i don't know any other show that really was like a mm-hmm. uh you know a sitcom or whatever um, that was based around students of color going to college so i guess you can say maybe yeah. but i think they they're in their own like, you know, they're starting out. But they did. I don't think it's the, I think it's new this season, but they did kind of um, their um, like intro into the whatever it's called, like the intro when before you start the show. It was the like pilot. A, the pilot. Mm-hmm. Well, not even the pilot, the um, kind of like I guess it's the intro. You could call it like before the show starts mm. every episode. I can't I can't believe I can't think of the name mm. right now. But basically it was like a read redoing of different world, how they would do like. Mm. From the beginning, different room where they keep they keep walking into different rooms, and oh. it's like so they did that um, mm. for I think that was last season, but I can't remember if this season. I think this season is a little different, but oh, you're talking about the the title sequence, or like the title song, whatever. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like, um, so yeah, no, I think that was cool, but no, I like it. I think it's something different. I think sometimes I hope they they keep it. I'm happy it's back for another season. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, it's on CW still. No, it's on ABC. Ooh. Freeform ABC. Oh, Freeform, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I watch it on Hulu, so. Okay. It's on Hulu. So. I might watch it. I might it's get cute. it sooner. All right. So, speaking of television, mm-hmm. Atlanta. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did you watch last night? Now, did I watch last night? What happened last night? Last night was Sonya's little party she did. Oh, no. Okay. I watched last night, but I stopped midway through. I stopped mm-hmm. after, I think Kenya, didn't Kenya call Sonya or Sonya called Kenya? Sonya called her, yeah. And they hung up. That's when I stopped watching. Okay. I didn't really care. Yeah, it was. It's, it's giving, it's going a little slow now. Mm-hmm. They're in the middle of the season. There really isn't anything mm-hmm. big. There's no big scandal that we're coming back to watch all the time. It's kind of. It's kind of, it's, it's giving a little bit of buzz. I mean, not buzz. It's giving a little bit of snoring right now. No shade, ladies. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for Potomac to come back. Yeah, I think that's also what it is. 
I'm having Potomac uh, withdrawals. I'm a little like Marlo. I'm a little disappointed in Marlo. I had such high hopes for her, and I feel like she. Maybe it's not that I'm upset with Marlo. Maybe she's just. She's doing her best to bring out something from the ladies, mm-hmm. and it's not. No one is giving anything. No one's bringing any drama. No one's bringing anything. So she's trying to pull it out of them. I feel like that's what's happening, but it, mm-hmm. now it's just like she's overdoing it. To me, with Marlo, it's like disappointing, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, I feel like Mar. That's just Marlo, and the same with Kenya. Like I feel like Kenya is always. Kenya to me plays the victim a lot. She's an example to me of a person that like does things but then hides her hand. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that because I at least even though Marlo is does a lot of things like below the belt and like wrong, I feel like Marlo be like, yeah. She honestly will say it to the person like, I said what I "Girl, said. I feel like you was lying. You really yeah. wasn't sick when you were supposed to be meeting us at my house for whatever they was doing for somebody." I feel like you was lying. Like, even though that was hurtful to Kenya, like, mm-hmm. Marlo is more, like, blunt about it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I feel. Yup, I said it. And mm-hmm. to me, Kenya is, like, she tries to play the victim so much. And that's the mm-hmm. part that, like, annoys me. But I'm just so over their arguments. I'm over Drew yeah. with her prepared reads. Like, it's just so lame. It's I just, thought like, Wendy Osefo, I thought Dr. Wendy Osefo had prepared reads. No. No, Drew is worse. Drew. It's just like, Drew. What you said? Drew didn't even have a dog. She did, and it's just like... And, and you, she brought them dog bones from her home in Atlanta. You were just waiting. And brought them up to the cabin just to throw them at someone. Now, how would you feel if your friend kicked you out of the cabin? So this is where I am with that, right? I'm in between, right? So I, on one side, I'm like, okay, I came here to have some relaxation. Mm-hmm. Y'all not bring me relaxation. I would not kick y'all out, though. Right. I would leave. I'm the one having the issue, so I'm going to go. But I also understand yeah. that Marlo just paid for, for it. it. Right. So, so it's like, also like, I'm not going to leave sure, and y'all you have a my dime. So guess right. what? Y'all we go. all going to leave. Right. <laughs> I mean, dang, they could have left in the morning. She said, no, no baby, I need to go tonight. I already done called the cars. No, that time. was messed go. up. I would have been upset They were that. like, oh, okay. I would have been upset at that. Yeah, that was that was crazy. So that episode was just blah. Yeah. So I don't know if you got. I can't remember. You said you stopped. You stopped at when Kenya. Mar, um, what's her name? When Kenya Sonya, hung up on Sonya. Yeah, she hung mm-hmm. up on her. So I don't know if you. And I just want to bring this up because I thought this was interesting. The conversation that Candy and Todd were having with Riley and Todd's daughter Kayla, I believe mm-hmm. her name is. So I guess the last couple of weeks before this, you know, episode, whatever. Um, Candy and Todd sat down to do like their will and like um, mm-hmm. do um, like their trust for their kids. Mm-hmm. And basically, Candy was saying that you know, obviously, we can tell through the last several seasons that Todd is a little bit more stricter in the parenting route. Like, clearly, Candy gave Riley everything she wanted. Mm-hmm. She lives in like apartments that are super expensive in New York City. Todd told her his daughter Kayla when she moved, who was older than Riley, a lot, a couple, few years older than her. Like, you need to get you a job so you could pay for your own apartment. And Candy is like, no, my daughter's in college and I'm gonna mm-hmm. pay for an apartment. But you know, New York is expensive. Yeah, the apartment that Riley got is something that a person, a grown person, really couldn't even afford, especially in New mm. York City. Like, wow, you know, it's not like it's like a regular so high rise. It's like something that we probably would have, but it's way more expensive. Gotcha. And 
New York. Gotcha. Like it's probably like five, six thousand. Like that's a lot of money to be spending. They didn't say Jesus. the amount, but they showed a little preview of the house. It was like a little high rise, cute, mm-hmm. you know, cute apartment or whatever by herself, which I think is nice. Mm-hmm. And basically they kind of were having an argument because um, they were talking about like, what if one of us go before each other? And specifically if Candy went first, God forbid, then she doesn't feel like she feels, she doesn't feel like she could trust Todd to do things how she would want him to do it. Mm. Meaning like she will want their, you know, trust to go like immediately once she's not here anymore, like given to them. Mm-hmm. But Ty feels like they don't need a huge lump sum of money at one time. Like okay. it needs to be rationed out because if let's say if you get five, 10 million yeah. and then you got all this money at one time and then you just spend it all crazy. Mm-hmm. But Candy feels like, you know, no, like, I want my kids to get the money when I'm not here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just have different opinions on it. And I think it's, it's not now, even... who would be rationing out the money, the bank or Todd? Well, he's saying before that gets to that point, like, they should set it up now to where, okay... But I'm saying, though, this... in the case that, in the case that he... Okay, so if they went with him... No, sorry. If they went with the option of them rationing out the money, money or them right. giving the month, monthly stipends, who would be over that? The bank? I think the bank and, like, lawyers okay. and stuff. Not, okay. like, just giving all the money to Todd, no. Okay. It would probably be, like, this age at, you know, 30, you get, I mean, hopefully Candy here longer than that, but just saying, mm-hmm. like, whatever age or whatever years, like, in three years, you'll get this amount. Or mm-hmm. by three years, you'll equal up to five million mm-hmm. and whatever. So it'll be rational like that. And I'm sure it'll be by, like, the bank or whatever. Because that's normally how it's done. But... So basically, like, I was like I said, we've seen that they have different views. So Todd is more like, you know, you need to work hard. I had to work hard. And Candy is more like, I came from a mother that didn't have much. Like, they both did. And Candy mm-hmm. feels like, I work hard and I don't want my kids to have to struggle for stuff mm-hmm. when I struggle. So I want them to be able to not be a brat, but, like, they yeah. are privileged. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like, what's wrong with that? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting conversation because a lot of times, like, especially as black people is like a lot of us are like are we're raised to survive versus live yeah and unfortunately sometimes our parents and grandparents they didn't really have a choice mm-hmm. so those of us that go on to college or have these careers and like become successful we do have a realization that our kids will be looked at as being privileged yeah. automatically because you know, your dad has a master's degree. They have mm-hmm. a graduate education. Your mom has this degree or whatever. They will instantly be looked at look, look that way. Looked mm-hmm. at that way. Okay. So, you know, I think it's like a tough line and it's hard to like figure out what you want to do because like, for instance, I wouldn't want my kids to be spoiled, but I also don't yeah. want my kids to feel like they got to be like struggling. Exactly. Like, and it's like being black. It feels like if they're not doing that, then that means like, no. oh, you didn't struggle. You didn't like, like we don't need to glorify the struggle right like why like no. what's wrong like why i'm not saying they can't work like yes mm-hmm. riley's in college she's already working hard yeah she's working hard <laughs> she's doing a lot yeah in she's college, working she's already working hard. and yeah maybe back in your day because your parents didn't have that much you know if, even for candy and todd if they went to school or whatever then they probably would have to work jobs Shit, i worked jobs while i was in school mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure if my parents were able to put me up in this glamorous apartment and do all this stuff for me they would do it yeah. But they, we, I didn't have that same circumstance. But when I have kids, I want to. I want to do everything I can. Yeah, like I don't want my kids to struggle, and I think that's like a kind of issue that we kind of always have mm-hmm. in our community. No, no, hundred percent. 
Yeah. 100%. Right. Like, let the kids, like, I think that's, like, the let point. The like, when you kids. work hard, you want your kids to, like, you know, be able to get the luxury off of their parents working hard and yeah. being successful and having businesses. Now, like, Todd, I do agree that if, if Candy were to go first or whatever, I do not think that them kids should get that lump sum of money. Yeah. I do kind of agree with so the, you know, like, every now and again. I, maybe it depends on how old they are. But still... Okay. They could just spend it in one. I mean, right now. Right now, no. No, obviously. But okay, Riley once past like certain 19. age. Yeah. But if they're of age, if they like 40, I mean, uh, come on now. Right, now. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. literally. So I think, and I, like you said, like everybody's story is different. different. Everybody thing is different. Like, you know, I definitely worked in graduate school. Like, you know. It was just because at yeah, that no, point I was school, older, I was working, you know, yeah. but when I was undergrad, I, you know, I did get a chance to have a luxury of, you know, being a part of programs, like, you know, doing different stuff like that, like being heavily involved in like the college life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's just, I don't know. I feel like everybody has like a different experience in school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I just want our people to get out of the mindset of like, if your kids don't have to struggle, like, I don't mm-hmm. think you should force them to struggle exactly. because you had to struggle. And like you, do, and we're not saying spoil them. Yeah, not spoil at all. But yeah. like, I just don't want my kids to ever feel like you know they can't. They have to like I don't know, like just struggle. Period. Like mm-hmm. like who? Nobody. I don't think anybody wants their kids to feel that way. Sometimes yeah. it happens because the things that life you know throws Those at you. you. Yeah. But like, I don't want my kids to feel like oh my god, how I'm gonna pay for school mm-hmm. or you know. What like that's one of my biggest goals is like when I have kids one day is to like if they want to go to college I don't I want them to enter the world debt free yeah like after they're done like if mm-hmm. they want to go we're gonna have money set aside yes. and you'll be able to go to school if that's what you want to do and mm-hmm. like when you graduate and walk across that stage you are, you are a free person you don't mm-hmm. have no debt you're walking to this world and like you're on a new slate like mm-hmm. and like all of those things like that's something that I really. And passionate about, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting because I feel like Candy and Todd really always have those type of difference of opinion differences, and I feel like that's so important, especially before you marry somebody. Yeah, I want to know that. Yeah, but I mean, those are I mean, but those are also like huge topics. That's what I'm saying. That like, you probably you, are not thinking about, right? Mm, but those are important. But they're though, important topics because. Even though it's not like I mean, Candy was rich at a young I guess age. You're though. Right. Before I marry you, I should know what yeah, you're Yeah, because do when we those die. are important. Like, yeah. it, and even just how to raise your children. True. Because a lot of people are completely different from how they were raised. Like, if you grew up in a more loving household versus someone that grew up in a more like rough and tough love type space, mm-hmm. y'all probably are going to parent differently. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. I think it's like you have to have those conversations and. To me, as we get older, like, you really do have the date with intention because, mm-hmm. like, we need to be, like, like certain stuff are just deal breakers. Yeah. Like, religion is a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of things that are a deal breaker. And it's not being picky, but it's just, babe, I'm a Christian, so you got to be a Christian too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there's really no negotiating mm-hmm. there for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm no, saying? honestly, like, honestly. I feel like those are important. Child, I know people that have converted because they're a significant other. Yeah. There's no shade to them. It's just... Yeah. You know, I would really enjoy a Christian. <laughs> a Christian man, Lord. A Christian. <laughs> well, guys, another episode we've done. We're so excited yes. to have you here again with us this week. 
Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Make okay. sure you subscribe. Please do that. Like, follow, comment below. Yes, comment. follow us. Um, follow us both on Instagram. Follow our TikTok page. Yes. Um, yeah, we have more to come. And very excited. Yeah, very excited. We can't, can't wait, wait to chat later. Yes. And with that being said, <laughs> cheers. Cocktails cheers. And culture. Cocktails and culture.